Well, hallelujah. Thank you so much for tuning in to this live broadcast. And I wanted to share with you guys a word that I really feel like the Lord's put on my heart. And uh, I really feel like there's an anointing that this is very timely. And so I really felt led to release this today. Uh, I was actually sitting in bed last night, just mulling on this and it was in my spirit. And I, I wanted to go live last night uh, because it was it was literally just, you know, like birthing in my spirit uh, to, to share this, but the Lord said to do it today instead. So I'm sharing it now, but I've been, I've been uh, reading from the word of God and, and you can go ahead and read along if you'd like. Uh, I'm going to read kind of a long chapter here. It's first uh, Kings 18, 20 through 40. So first Kings 18, 20 through 40. So I'm going to read the, the scripture itself. And then I want to go through some of the commentary and what I feel like the Lord is speaking, uh, which I think is very pertinent to the, the hour that we're in, the moment in time that we're in right now as a society, as a world, and as a church, as an ecclesia, as a body of Christ. Before I read the scripture, though, I just want to pray and invite the presence of the Lord to speak and use me as a vessel this morning and this afternoon, actually. So, uh, Lord, in Jesus' name, I just want to thank you for this time. Thank you for this word that you've put on my heart today to share. I thank you for the remnant community all around the world, the body of Christ, those that are seeking, those that are hungering and thirsting for righteousness, those that wanna go deeper in this hour. We're, we're calling upon your name. You say those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You say what's been done in darkness will be brought to light. We're believing that. We're standing on the promise, which is yes and amen, hope in a future. And so I just pray that you would anoint me to speak this word and, and do uh, the best that I can do in this, Lord God, that, that you would speak through me, that you'd use uh, your Holy Spirit and you'd speak through me right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, so I'm going to be reading from 1 Kings 18, 20 through 40. 1 Kings 18, 20 through 40, and the word of the Lord says this. This is Elijah's Mount Carmel victory. It says, so Ahab sent for all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together on Mount Carmel. And Elijah came to all the people and said, how long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people answered him not a word. Continuing on in 22, it says, then Elijah said to the people, I am alone left as a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. Now take note of that. So he was a lone prophet of the Lord, up against 450 prophets of Baal. Therefore, uh, continuing on in verse 23, let them give us two bulls and let them choose one bull for themselves, cut it into pieces and lay it on the wood, but put no fire under it. And I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood, but put no fire under it. Then you call upon the name of your gods, and I will call upon the name of the Lord, and the God who answers by fire, he is God. So all the people answered and said, it's well spoken. Continuing on in verse 25, now Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose one bull for yourselves, prepare it first, uh, for you are many, and call upon the name of your God, but put no fire under it. So they took the bull, which was given, and they prepared it, and they called the name of Baal, from the morning until noon, saying, O Baal, hear us. But there was no voice. No one answered. Then they leaped about the altar which they had made. And so it was at noon 
that Elijah mocked them and said, cry aloud for he is a God. Either he is meditating or he is busy or he's on a journey or perhaps he's sleeping and must be awakened. So they cried aloud and cut themselves as was their custom with knives and lances until blood gushed out of them. And when midday passed, they prophesied until the time of the offering and the evening sacrifice, but there was no voice, no one answered, no one paid attention. Now, continuing on in verse 30, it says, Then Elijah said unto the people, Come near to me. So all the people came near to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And Elijah took 12 stones, according to the number of the tribes of the son of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Israel shall be your name. Then with the stones, he built the altar in the name of the Lord, and he made a trench around a altar large enough to hold two seas of seed, and put the wood in order, cut the bowl in pieces and laid it in the wood and said, fill four water ports with, uh, with water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice on the wood. Then he said, do it a second time. And they did a second time. And he, he said, do it a third time. And they did a third time. And so the water ran all around the altar and also filled the trench with water. And uh, here's where it gets really good. So it came to pass at the time of the offering and the evening sacrifice, Elijah the prophet came near to them saying, Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, and I am your servant, and, and that all I have done these things is your word. Hear me, O Lord, and, and that these people may know that you are the Lord thy God, and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. And then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and it licked it up. Uh, the water which was in the trench. And now the people saw it and they fell on their faces and they said, Lord, he is God. The Lord is God. He is God. And Elijah said to them, seize the prophets of Baal. Do not let one of them escape. So they seized them and Elijah brought them down to the brook uh, Kishon and executed them there. Now, this is a very powerful thing. Uh, now, we know that the next part here goes into... Uh, uh, you know, it talks about, uh, you know, it just continues on. We'll, we'll get to that later at another time. But but this is big, okay? And I, I want to just kind of just sit and dwell on this for a second here. And then I'll give a little bit more commentary. But the fake prophets of Baal in this hour, in 2022, are being exposed. And I believe we're at a Mount Carmel moment, okay? From the fake news media to the criminals of the big pharma, uh, the pharmacia that's involved in that, big tech to the Hollywood elites, to the swamp in D.C. and the government, to the communists and the educational institutions, even the wolves within the church. Exposure is here, and it's here for a reason. This is an hour of awakening, and it's a spiritual battle of the highest proportions of light versus darkness. Now, we've been saying this. This is a season of separation and preparation before we go into the destination. I believe that destination is the promised land. And we want to be like Joshua and Caleb and not look at the ites on the land and say they're too big, they're too fortified. How in the world can we beat them? We want to have faith and understand that God has promised us a victory and that we are going to go in and take the territory and take the ites. And so we must choose a side, holiness, truth, light, life, righteousness, or the lies and the perversion of this world. And those who seek to deceive us, the modern-day prophets of Baal and their culture of death. And we are coming, I believe, to this Mount Carmel showdown. So here is where this prophetically now speaks to what's happening right now. There are men of God 
that are true prophets, that are speaking right now, and they're speaking words from the Lord and the Holy Spirit, and some of these words seem pretty significant and pretty pretty powerful, and uh, wow, like, is that going to happen kind of thing, you know? But the thing is, is that it is a Mount Carmel moment. I believe we're at a precipice. We're on the cusp of seeing the miracle signs and wonders that we've talked about become tangible. And I know Pastor Kent Christmas and others have also said this, and I, I heed those words, and I believe those words that they've spoken. And I believe we're in this moment of seeing tangible miracle signs and wonders. How do I know that? Because I've experienced them in my own life. If, if you guys have been following me in the last week or so, the Lord spared my life once again and did several miracles. And so in my own life, the enemy has tried to take me out with a heart blockage and you know blood clot and uh, a partial collapse of my lungs. But hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. The Lord has sustained me. And uh, honestly, I feel good. And uh, considering that this has only been a week, God has done miracles in my life, in my personal health, in sustaining me. The devil does not have authority to take me down. The devil does not have authority. And so, you know, that's a personal situation. But I believe many of us are going through trials and tests and a season of a real refiner's fire. And it's, it's now come to this Mount Carmel moment, if you will. We're coming to the Mount Carmel showdown. Because the body of Christ, the ecclesia, okay, it's either we believe this stuff or we don't. Either we stand or we don't. Either we speak righteousness and truth or we don't. Either we speak to the mountain, we tell it to move or we don't. The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. The prophets of Baal, Jezebel, Ahab, and, the, and, 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 and you know all the fake prophets versus the prophet of God the one and only true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The true God of heaven and earth will show his power and glory as the people of God rise up in faith and authority. This is a critical moment of decision. Either we believe this or we don't. Either we're sold out or we're not. We're stepping into the season, as I said, tangible miracles, signs, wonders. Now is the time to stand in faith and believe. Now is the time to press in. Now is the time to go deeper. Now is the time to take authority for the kingdom of God, to take back the territory. And, uh, you know, we've been reading the scriptures. Uh, one of them that, that comes to mind is Matthew eleven twelve, which says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence and the violent people have been raiding it, have been taking it by force. Uh, another scripture that, that I read a few minutes ago, Elijah went to the people and said, how long will you waver between two opinions? Um, it's, is it the Lord your God that you're going to follow or is it Baal that you're going to follow? That's found in 1 Kings 18.21. Again, that was the prophet Elijah. We're ready for this big showdown, okay, between the fake prophets of Baal and the true prophets of the Most High God, okay? And the scripture, again, is 1 Kings 18.20 through 40. This is a Mount Carmel moment, ladies and gentlemen. And I believe we're stepping into this season of big faith where the Lord is saying, either you believe it or you don't. Either you declare it and you decree it or you don't. Either you stand on the promise of God or you don't. And, um, you know, it's, it's a real moment of faith. It's a real moment of faith uh, because we have to make the decision. You know, we, we can, I can preach until my face is blue. Uh, you know, either I'm a fraud or I'm, I'm not. Either I believe this or I don't. You know, and, and all of us really are at that place. It's, it's a Mount Carmel showdown. The fake prophets of Baal, I, I read who they were. You know, this is just a few of them. Uh, the fake news media, the criminals of Big Pharma, 
You know, big tech, Hollywood elites, the swamp in government, the communists and the educational institutions, the wolves in the church. And that's just some. There's more. But there's an expose that's happening. And so the fake prophets of Baal are being called out. And that's why we've seen this season of exposure, because they're being called out. And, and it's this Mount Carmel moment. It's like an apex. You know, we're seeing uh, tensions and wars and rumors, rumors of wars around the world and, you know, different things that are happening. We know this is a pivotal moment. But what this really is, is this is a clarion call for the body of Christ to come out from among them. This is a clarion call for the body of Christ to have the faith, because the Bible says without the faith, it's impossible to please God. But with the faith, we can move the mountain. And so we have to step into this level of authority and understanding of who we are meant to be. We can't be the powerless church. We can't be the weak church. We can't be the doubting church. We can't be the compromised church. We've got to stop trying to be woke and you know all these, all these infiltrations that have come in to the body of Christ that are lies from the pit of hell. We, the, the Bible is the same. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's time for us to stand. And we've been put through quite a significant season of testing and trial and refiner's fire in persecution light, as I call it, in the West, because God is shaking the church. He's separating the wheat from the chaff. And that's what this whole season has been about. It's been about empowering the church, preparing the church, getting the church ready. God is so merciful and so full of grace. He knew we were not ready. He knew that we needed to get equipped. We needed to get trained. We needed to go deeper. We needed to come out from among them. And I believe that's what's happening right now. So I, I hope that I'm making sense in delivering this today. But when I was reading, you know, there's two things that the prophet Elijah did that was very powerful. One of them was the, this, this showdown at Mount Carmel between the fake prophets of Baal and the real prophet of the one and only true God, okay? And, and God showed himself in fire. And I believe he's going to show himself in fire in our world right now in miracle signs and wonders where we're stepping into this new season. Uh, we're going to be the empowered church, the real church. We've come out from among them. The fake church and the, and the and infiltrated church and the compromised church, let them do what they're going to do. That's not the real church. But the real church, the body of Christ, the ecclesia, the followers of Yahweh, the truth, okay, those people, us, the ecclesia, it's time for us to stand in faith and believe that God is able to do what he promised to do. And that's what it says in Romans 4.20. It says our account is in righteousness. If you think about Abraham, it said that he did not waver at unbelief, but, but instead uh, realized that what God had promised, he was also able to do. And so it was accounted for him in righteousness. And that's what I believe God is saying to us right now is that we have an account in righteousness. There are things that are about to happen. There are shiftings that are already happening. Many of you are feeling it. You're experiencing it. And I just want to say, if you're going through it right now, if you're in that middle of that trial, if you're in that, I just came out of it myself. I'm still kind of coming out of it. But if you're in the middle of it, hold fast, hold the line. Don't grow weary in doing good. Stand on the promise of God over your life. Declare, decree, understand what you're able to do as a child of the most high God. And let's take back this territory in the name of Jesus. Do not be defeated. You're not defeated. We are not victims. We are victorious. And I just want to just declare and decree over you today, power, authority. God has given us power, authority, and a sound mind. We are not conformed to the things of this world. We're not conformed to fear and doubt and apathy and complacency. We are empowered. We are transformed by the renewing of our mind. So in Jesus' name, Lord God, anybody that's going through it right now, that's having a hard time with doubt, with fear, 
with oppression, with depression, Lord God, anything that's come over them, they're in a battle for their children. They're in a battle for their marriage. They're in a battle for their finances, Lord God, whatever the case may be. I pray today, Lord God, that you would show them your glory, Father God, that they would see who they are as a child of the most high God, that they'd be empowered and strengthened in their faith, knowing that what you have promised, you are also able to do, Lord God, and that we would all have an account in righteousness and that we are out at a Mount Carmel moment as the church, as the ecclesia, and the fake prophets of Baal are all being rolled out. There may be 450 of them, and there may be much less in the body, the true body, but guess what? We serve the God of heaven and earth. Hallelujah, Lord God, you are greater, greater are you that is in us than he that is in the world, and we are going to see the fire come down, and we are going to see complete victory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Glory to your name. Listen, if this bears witness in your spirit today, please share this. If it bears witness in your spirit, let people know we are at a precipice moment right now. We are at a defining moment where the body of Christ is coming out from among them and we are gonna consecrate. You know, the Bible says, be ye holy for I'm holy. We're gonna talk about purity, holiness, righteousness, the truth of the word of God. It's the truth that sets the captive free. And I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus for it's the power of God and the salvation. And so we are to go out and make disciples. And this is the time for the empowered church. This is the time for the body of Christ to see the tangible miracles, signs and wonders. And he's doing it in my own life. He's done it in me. He's gonna do it in you. And so I just, I'm strengthened in my faith today. I'm encouraged and, and I wanted to share this with you. And uh, th this is a powerful story. These are the days of Elijah. These are the days of Elijah, my friends. And we are gonna see a powerful victory. Don't let the... The, uh, all the lawlessness and the, you know, the discord of this world, the divisiveness, the depression, all those things that want to overtake us as the body of Christ. Don't let those things take root in your heart. Okay, we are, we are children of the Most High God. We're set apart. We are, we are made with a great purpose for a time as this. It's no mistake that we're alive. God is doing a new thing, a powerful thing. So I'm encouraged. I am strengthened in my faith, and I, I just wanted to share this with you today, that we are at this Mount Carmel moment precipice, and I believe as we move forward, we're going to see the tangible miracle signs and wonders and a great harvest here on this earth, as it is a late hour, my friends, but you were made for a time as this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prepare yourself for miracles. Be expectant. Start declaring it. Prepare yourself. God is about to move. He is going to move on this earth. The devil is a liar. He is a liar. God is the victor. We are victorious in Jesus Christ. Satan is under our, under our feet. It is finished. It has already been won. Step into that victory today in Jesus' name. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm fired up, guys. I'm fired up. Listen, write me. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear your perspective on this. Put some comments below. Email me, todd.coconado at rlcus.org, todd.coconado at rlcus.org. We thank you. We bless you. We love you guys. I'll come live again soon. God bless.